0: Babylon. The term Babylon is used almost from the beginning to the close of the Bible. It had in the beginning a clear and well-defined meaning. It preserves the same meaning to the end. In the beginning of the human race, persons, things, institutions were named according to the leading quality or characteristic of that which was named. The first human government was called Babel, which means Confusion. It was clearly so called because man's effort to govern himself brought confusion and strife. The effort by man to live without God and to govern the world resulted in confusion and strife from the beginning. It brings strife, war, and desolation still. The people of Maine and Texas, of England and India, could never become enemies or be involved in strife and war, save through the intervention of human government to spread enmity and excite to war. Individuals in contact might, through conflict of interests or personal antipathy, become embittered and engage in war with each other, but distinct nations or people could have no strife save as they should be excited and carried on by these human governments. All the wars and conflicts of earth, all the desolation, ruin, and bloodshed between separated nations or distinct peoples are the fruits of human government. The government of God breaks down divisions among those who accept it and brings peace and complete union to all who submit to his rule. Whatever tends to wean men from this government of God and to substitute other governments for it brings confusion and strife. Then in every way the introduction of human government brought confusion, division, strife. This, its chief characteristic result, its chief fruit, gave to it the name Babel, Babylon. All human governments sprang in some sense from this first. Babylon became a patronymic and is so used in the scriptures of human governments. The term Babylon, then, in the Scriptures always refers to the original human government or to human government in general. It is never bestowed upon the divine government or any corruption of it. The divine government or the church is frequently in Scripture represented by a woman, the corrupted church by a lewd woman, the pure church by a virtuous faithful woman. We rely but little upon interpretations of unfulfilled prophecy. Yet there are some unfulfilled prophecies in such perfect harmony with those that have been fulfilled, and with the leading purpose of God as declared in the whole Bible, that we may venture to say that they do not teach certain things. They probably do teach others. Quote, and the great city was divided into three parts, and the cities of the nations fell. And great Babylon came in remembrance before God, to give unto her the cup of the wine of the fierceness of his wrath. Here a city of nations is spoken of. A city of nations must be a multitude of nations viewed together. Then Babylon came in remembrance before God to give to her the cup of the fierceness of his wrath. What is Babylon? The seventeenth chapter, first verse. I will show unto thee the great whore that sitteth upon many waters with whom the kings of the earth have committed fornication, and the inhabitants of the earth have been made drunk with the wine of her fornication. So he carried me away in the spirit into the wilderness, and I saw a woman set upon a scarlet-colored beast, full of the names of blasphemy, having seven heads and ten horns. And the woman was arrayed in purple and scarlet-colored, and decked with gold and precious stones and pearls, having a golden cup in her hand, full of the abominations and filthiness of her fornications. And upon her forehead was a name written, Mystery, Babylon the Great, the mother of harlots and abominations of the earth. The points we wish to bring out are these. The whore is the corrupted church, The waters, the Spirit declares, are peoples and multitudes and nations and tongues, the beast a human government. Babylon typifies the human governments of earth. The kings of the earth had committed fornication with the church. All affiliations on the part of the church or members of the church with human governments are characterized as fornication or adultery. These kings of the earth had been in alliance and affiliation with the church. The woman was carried by a bloody human government, a scarlet-coloured beast full of names of blasphemy. The woman, Church, was arrayed in purple and scarlet and decked with gold and precious stones and pearls, having a golden cup in her hand full of abominations and filthiness of her fornications. These were the rewards of her alliance with the kings and kingdoms of earth. The superscription on her forehead was descriptive of her character. She, the mystery, dwelt in Babylon. She was the mother of those who committed fornication with the governments of the earth. Babylon and the woman who was allied with Babylon were certainly not the same. She was joined in alliance with the kingdoms of the earth and supported by the human governments. This false church, bad woman, was drunken with the blood of saints and with the blood of the martyrs of Jesus. This blood she had shed through her alliance with the earthly kings, and by the use of carnal weapons. What shall be the end? These kings that carry the bad woman will come to hate her, and will finally destroy her. The ten horns which thou sawest upon the beast, these shall hate the whore, and make her desolate and naked, and shall eat her flesh, and shall burn her with fire. For God shall put it in their hearts to fulfill his will and to agree and give their kingdom unto the beast until the word of God be fulfilled. And the woman which thou sawest is that great city which reigneth over the kings of the earth. We take this to teach that God will use these human governments with which the church has committed fornication to destroy the corrupted church. Those she used to punish others will destroy her. This will be another exemplification that God uses the wicked to punish the rebellious and that those who take the sword shall perish by the sword. It is wrong for Christians to persecute, to use violence in opposing the false churches that maintain themselves by alliance with or by use of the civil power. Still, God will use these human governments to destroy the churches that have sought alliance with them. But the point especially before us is that Babylon was and is not the false church, but it is the civil or human governments of earth, and in this instance united with and supporting the false church. This great Babylon the human governments that have grown up in rebellion against God he first uses to punish and destroy the false church that has been in alliance with the civil power, then Babylon itself, having subserved its end, comes in remembrance before God to give unto her the cup of the wine of the fierceness of his wrath. Thus with violence shall that great city Babylon be thrown down and shall be found no more at all. The result of that judgment is presented in the eighteenth chapter of Revelation. I saw another angel come down from heaven, having great power, and the earth was lightened with his glory. And he cried mightily with a strong voice, saying, Babylon the great is fallen, is fallen, and is become the habitation of devils, and the hold of every foul spirit, and a cage of every unclean and hateful bird." This was certainly the human governments that have held universal sway over the peoples of earth. It was of this Babylon of human governments that another angel cried, saying, Come out of her, my people, that ye be not partakers of her sins. The result of this downfall of all these human governments and the churches in alliance with them that had enjoyed the power and protection of human governments is presented also the rejoicing of the true saints who always suffered at their hands. In her, the false church, was found the blood of prophets and saints and of all that were upon earth. The nineteenth chapter declares of the destruction of these governments of earth, which are the possession of the evil one, after these things I heard a great voice of much people in heaven saying, Alleluia, salvation and glory and power and honor unto the Lord our God. The remainder of the book of Revelation is taken up with the final triumph of the church or government of God after the destruction of this government of man that has been the enemy of God and his government from the beginning. Protestants habitually refer this language concerning the lewd woman that is in Babylon to the Romish church. But if the Romish church be the mother of harlots, who are the harlots' daughters? Like mother-like daughters... All affiliation of the government of God, or of the subjects of that government with the human government, or its subjects, was declared by God from the beginning to be adultery. Then the church that joins affinity with human governments is guilty of adultery, is a harlot. The church that led the way in it is the mother. The others who follow in that affiliation are the harlot's daughters. What is the difference between those which, like the Church of Rome or the other state churches, make alliance with the civil power, and those churches which, while not supported by the state, yet rely upon the state for protection, and through their membership serve and support the human government? The non-state churches just as much support the state, train their children to serve the state, give their brightest children to the state in preference to the church, as fully as the state churches do. The difference is, the one gets support from the state, in turn, the others support the state, deprive themselves of the service and devotion of their children in order to support human government, but get no support from the state in return. The difference between them is presented in the type of the harlot who is guilty of lewdness for hire, and the wife who shares her bed with another without hire. One is hired to commit adultery by her lovers, the other hires her lovers to come in to her. The state churches get support for their service to the state. The non-state churches serve the human government and get no pay. The term beast is used in the Bible frequently and always refers to human government. When particular animals are mentioned, the unclean and beasts of prey represent the human kingdoms or kings, and the clean, inoffensive animals, as the lamb, the sheep, the dove, represent the kingdom or servants of God. In all the historic accounts of the kingdom of God and human government, no account is found of affiliation of the pure woman with human governments. No prophetic vision ever saw the beast carrying the pure woman or supporting the true church, but always it supported and made alliance with the lewd woman.